Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Well, and just like that, another week has passed and your favourite trio are back. That is why I'm talking about Snapbacks and Beards. I am your host for the evening, J.E. Wrestle Talk. As always, I've got my two co-hosts with me. First of all, we've got... Now, we keep introducing you as Undeniable, but I've noticed that you don't have that in your bio. So are we just going Johnny Goldsmith now, or are you still Undeniable, or what are we doing? Uh, I was Undeniable's Cordia Rutter, so... Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you can call me... I mean, I say, you can call me that if you want. It's just, it was a long name. Um, in my, <laughs> Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith just felt like a long name. Um, we can keep on. You've got a long name. <laughs> yes, I do, yeah. And so, how you, are you, and, undeniable Johnny Oldsmith? Uh, I'm all right, mate, yes. Um, how's your Good. long day been? Very long. Up at five, walked yes. indoor about an hour ago, so very long in- indeed. And again, as always, the longest name of them all, TWG 1991, that wrestling guy, oh, Stu Matos. <laughs> Stu, how are you? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm very well, very well. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. And it's Chamber Predictions, and you guys know that when we do predictions, we do have a guest, and this is no different. Like a bunch of owls, I hear you all asking who, and that is uh, it is Matt, a.k.a. ITP. If you don't know who he is, get to know. Go follow him on TikTok. He's a great dude. Matt, how you doing? I'm really good, thank you, mate. Really, really yeah, good. Yeah, all you? good, all good. Can't complain. Ready to chat all things Chamber Predictions with you lovely lads. Yes, absolutely. Really excited for this. Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting us on. Um, I'm looking forward to Elimination Chamber. Um, I, I know there's been a bit of negativity about it recently, but I, I think it's going to be a good one. So I'm looking forward to getting into this with you. Oh, well, if you think there's uh, going to be negativity, we'll just wait until Stu starts talking about about it because he's got some points that he wants to raise. There's always, <laughs> always negativity with every show, isn't there? Like, it's every single show. Uh, uh, that's going to be a terrible show and ends up being um, quite good. I mean, yeah. You never know. You never know what you're going to get. Before we do get into that, though, Matt, um, just let us know and let our listeners know who is your current favourite wrestler and who's your favourite wrestler of all time? We always ask our guests this. All right, okay. Favourite of all time is triple h that's just triple h when yeah it's a strong start and and honestly on the mic in the ring i'd put you i'd put him against anybody like watching watching his matches back in the attitude era like the ring psychology the move set the look the physique just the aura everything triple h just he had it all so he's he's my favorite of all time for sure um and at the moment and i don't want to sound cliche but it's seth rollins you cannot beat <laughs> seth rollins you cannot that is correct in the ring yeah. oh, no. that is correct that is a correct answer and a correct statement and i applaud you i applaud you for that answer thank you <laughs> yeah, no one no one can beat him. i don't know like when did he last lose a match i mean he's uh unbeaten since he won the title i think well, he's, he's January last year. Yeah, right. Have you seen his his title matches? He seems to be able to survive any finisher and still kick out. Yes. Like, do you remember the the match he had with with Jey Uso 
on Raw for the title a few, well, a few weeks ago now. It was an amazing match, but Jay literally hit like two spears and two Uso splashes and Seth still kicked out. So it's like, mm-hmm. how, how are you going to put him down? Like, you can't hit like your two finishes twice and still not pin the guy. Now, some yeah. people use John Cena, but, you know, just don't shoot the messenger here. I'm just saying that was a... Um... I'm, I'm pretty sure Undertaker used to kick out of anything, too. He's not alive, though, so it doesn't count. Well, yeah, that's true. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> right we do uh we do aggress though we're going to jump straight into chamber predictions uh before we get to matches we have got the grayson waller effect with seth rollins and cody rhodes and i know that Stu is dying to talk about this because he feels some kind of way about it so oh 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 look at the t-shirt look at the t-shirt there we go <laughs> oh, i love that nice nice in which case there seems like there might be a race model, uh, fan in the building. So, Stu, I'm going to hold you off. <laughs> Matt, how are you feeling? Race Waller effect in Oz, the Aussie icon, Dynamite from Down Under, and he's got Seth and Cody. What do you reckon is going to happen and go down? Um, I think it'd be great. I think I'm a bit gutted that Grayson Waller's not got a match. I feel a lot of the Australian wrestlers have been a bit underserved this, this time around. I thought a lot of them would get more matches. I've always liked Grayson Wall from NXT. I think he's great in the ring. So I was hoping he'd get a match. I was hoping he'd be in the chamber because he did some great spots in some great matches in mm. NXT. But you know what? Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins isn't a bad second choice, really, is it? Um, and Grayson Waller with all the crowds is going to be ridiculous. Cody and Seth coming out, their entrances will be ridiculous. Um, I think the, the one question for this, though, is how much money have the Australian Tourism Board given WWE? Is it Jimmy and Solo money, or is it Rock and Roman money? Like, I think I think if they've given them enough money, then Rock and Roman show up, and there's, there's some kind of something that happens. If they haven't given them enough money, I think you're going to get Jimmy and Solo, and something happens. But yeah, I think I, I don't think it's going to be a a plain sailing segment. I think there's going to be some interference at some point from the bloodline somewhere. Mm. I would I would assume something like that's got to happen because the way I saw it, and when I was like, oh, the Grayson Waller effect. If it was just that, and you you were told you were from Australia, you were going to see the show, and you were told you were getting Seth and Cody, but they weren't in a match. One, I'd feel a little bit hard done by, kind of. And two, I'd also think, like, well, what's the point? I know it's to mm-hmm. give Grayson Waller a platform as well because it's thoroughly deserved and they're giving him two massive names in Seth and Cody. But, yeah, I think something's got to happen. Otherwise, I would just kind of be like, well, what's the point? But, um mm-hmm. Shu, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, so, so what? Um the to, the great field of view isn't necessarily like my right um but it goes in a lot with the what matt says i without roman or rock being still admitting that the show is missing something i still think it's potentially a little bit lackluster and i don't mean it lackluster is in 
I actually think all four matches we're going to get are going to be quite good. Like I'm looking forward to all four matches. But if you're an Australian or a fan in paying X amount of money for the first show that they've held in, or first PLE they've yeah. held in Australia, in a, I think it's going to be a stadium or a, bit, like a big arena, just that I miss a little something extra to really, you know, we know for and if this show was in Saudi, there'd be everyone, all the bells and whistles, as it was for the first Saudi show. So I just I don't necessarily think the card is lackluster because like I think all matches are great. I just, there's just something that I think they're missing a bit of. And I think if they're going to boost that up, this would be the time to do it. Like Matt said, Rock and Roll to, to appear would be would be how I would do that. But whether they do or not, I don't know. Um, but I do think that if they don't, so sorry, I'll say, I, do you don't, think that we? Oh. No, I say if if we don't, I think we could end up with us in theory getting because uh, they're not going to do it to Waller because <laughs> that hotel hero etc. It's not going to happen. I think it could end up being a, you know, a crossroads and a stomp to Austin Theory instead or something. That's and what I think. Do you do you think that if Rock and Roman don't turn up, there you're going to get a generic what everyone always says? Oh, it's a glorified house show. Like it doesn't really. Do you think that will be sort of what people will say about it then? I I hope I, people don't go that far. I don't think he's that, but I think the question would be how much stock or how much does WWE care about this event in Australia if they can't even, you know, you could even argue you've not even got Cody in a match. Like, I mean, like mm-hmm. either that, I think, would would push it up a little bit more. Um, you know, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd hope people wouldn't be as harsh call it than a you know a, a glorified house show but i do think people would be a bit like well you know do they care about do they think this is a big market in australia if they're not willing to throw a couple of bigger names at it i suppose mm, yeah no i i and i see where you come from i'm i'm excited for the card itself i think it could just potentially use another mm. another match or two um but johnny grayson waller effect Seth, Cody, what are your thoughts? Well, I agree there's not enough matches on this card. And, and, you know, it's partly, I think, down to laziness and being like, well, we have four matches and we can focus more on them and not have to rush things. And I just I just feel like I need six matches in a pay-per-view like this, and especially when first show since 2018 they've been in Australia. Um, I, I don't know, I just feel like, Something missing. I mean, the matches will be good. It's on there, but as you say, Seth Rollins, I realise, has an injury, and they're doing a very good job at hiding the fact he's injured by just having him appear every week and not actually fight. So I do understand why he's there, and he's not fighting. But Cody Rhodes, like, I mean, again, it's good he's there, but he can fight. He's not injured. Mm -hmm. And why not give him a match against Grayson Waller, who is a bad guy? And I guess Cody Rose is on SmackDown now, 
so they can have something build up to that on Friday, maybe have the match. Obviously, I guess it's pre-recorded, so hopefully... Uh, so I don't know if anything's been released about what's happened on SmackDown, but... Um, yeah, I just I just feel like they're missing something here. But, you know, if you're going to have this, uh, Grayson Wall has to be on the show because he's from Australia, and, again, Seth Rollins has to be on the show, but he can't fight. He probably would if he wasn't injured. So this is the second best option. Um, but it's not going to just be two people talking and leaving. Something is going to happen here, as you say. And Austin Theory will get involved. I, I feel like Grayson Waller, this is a chance to turn here, maybe babyface, you know. Um, Austin Theory's completely dropped off the radar for the last year. Um, and he's not doing anything. This could be down to Grayson Waller to maybe build up a story between them two, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could... I could go for that. Um, my only thoughts are that we have still got another Raw and another SmackDown before we do get to the Elimination Chamber, so we could get another match, another mm-hmm. match or two, maybe even two, yeah. added that way as well. Also, I, no, I, and I, I, I know, like again, if this, if if this match I'm about to talk about was announced, we would all be saying the same thing, probably as like, oh, well, we know the result, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But. <sighs> This it, this also shows to me where WWE value the women's tag team titles and the SmackDown Women's Championship. Neither are on the card when there's a four card. I I know full yeah. well if you had Io Sky against I don't even know like Meekin or someone like that. We all know what's going to happen. We all know Io is not going to drop it for Mania, but, but it puts her in the spotlight. Puts another match on like it puts that title in the spotlight again, but it's it's the reason, it's one of the biggest reasons really why I've struggled to get behind EO as champion as much as I think she's phenomenal. Like, I just don't, her, her title reign hasn't had the exposure at all. Um, you know, I, I said ages ago, didn't wear damage control were a complete faction. She's not even the most important person in that faction. And yeah. she's, the, she's mm-hmm. supposed to be the women's champion. Um, so I just and you know the Kabuki Warriors could have could have taken on Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. That's a tag match. Well, I would like have said so. I would have said um, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell because they knew you can get on the card. She's Australian. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or if they're not going to use Chelsea Green and Piper Nin, like yeah, anything like that to do again put them on the card because then you know again. We could maybe see Bailey turn up for a bit, and again, I know this is a little bit off off topic, but how disrespected is Bailey on the lead up to Mania? Like yes. not on posters, not on like, not even on the how yeah, not on the posters. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Horrific. But like, Bianca is yeah. who's not even having match at WrestleMania. Hundred percent agree with you, Stu. Hundred percent. You said that's horrific. You said one of the best things on on one of your episodes a couple of weeks ago. You said that Bailey is the female Miz. And I was like, yes, yeah, 100%. She is Mrs. Reliable. She can do anything for anyone. And I'm really glad she's getting her, her singles match at Mania. But the fact she's not been on any of the posters, she wasn't at the press conference either. Like, what a kick in the teeth. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I also look at that from the uh, WWE point of view of um, four cards, four matches, but... Guarantee that all traveling over. 
And it kind of bothers me that WWE use the talent in that sense of like, well, you, you work for us, don't you? You always wanted to be here, so you'll travel over to Australia and do nothing. And that kind of bothers me that they do that. Like on Raw as well, you see some segments which last 30 seconds, and you think, logistically, they've traveled all the way to that arena for a 30-second segment. Like, how much a waste of time is that? And it just bothers me. Like, so many of them will be there just to... because they work for WWE and not actually do anything. And it's like a waste of time when they could be at home with the family if you're going to just make them do that. Well, no, I mean, mm. I think sometimes that does happen, but sometimes, especially on, like, a PLE, the, they take over the, the city they go to, don't they? And they have, like, these community impact events and they do all the media yeah. and stuff. And and I think often, like, you, you put these community packages together and you have all these random jobbers that you never see, like Omas and whatever, but they're, they're doing these community events in the week in the lead up to it. So I think they, mm-hmm. they have, like, other responsibilities or they're doing meet and greet at the super shop or, or something like that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Let's uh let's jump into the car now, the actual matches itself. Uh Stu, have you got your uh, pen and pad handy? What do you think? What do you think? Uh, I think that's a yes. Um let's do, let's do the tag titles first. Okay. Uh, Finn Balor and Damien Priest, the Judgment Day, defending against, oh, if this is their name, it can get in the bin. Get New in the Caps bin. Republic. New Caps Republic. Pete, Pete, <laughs> Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate. That's what we're going to call them. Um, Johnny, we'll come to mm-hmm. you first. Who's winning this match and how's it going down? Uh, as well. Uh, Judgment Day is winning. That's it. And Team Masturbate is uh, going to. The the loser in this situation. I mean, you got a name like Tyler Bate. It's difficult to like not like go. Oh, you're a, you're a team beta. You? you know, like it just it's got such a bad name there. And that I mean, the name that that the tag team name they've got that's new information to me. I didn't know that. Um, mm. and it's terrible. It's stupid. It's what it is. It's so so yes. bad. It's one of the worst tag team names I might have ever heard. Um, well, it, it, I think. It's uh, Miz and R-Truth who's winning the tag belts, aren't they? So they're going to have to keep them until WrestleMania. Has to be. Yeah. But again, the tag team titles aren't like yeah. the singles belts. They could easily win them back. And WWE like doing that with tag team championships. So there is a chance. But um, no, I think mm. given like a, a semi-long reign, you know, six weeks, and then Miz and R-Truth can win them at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think... Uh... I don't think you're too far away from the truth there. I'm going to say that uh, Judgment Day are going to retain from the truth. Eh? Uh, I think uh, I think I'm going to say that Judgment Day are going to retain here as well. And I think I think the name has something to do with like boxing with like catch weight when you're not quite the weight you are need to be to like fight in the class that you're fighting in. So I think they think they're superior. Maybe I don't know. Um, I'm going to come to you next, Stu, because I want to. Uh, because I want to ask you first on the next one. So I'm going to come to you now. This one, what you say, Judgment Day? I assume. Yeah, and I, I would, I would love, love it. I love it to be British strong style. That I'm calling them. I don't care. They're British strong style. Um, I'd love them to win it because I think both are fantastic. I've always been a Pete Dunne mark. Um, but yeah, I, I think. For the longer term story of R Truth 
getting a moment at WrestleMania and potentially seeing Priest then cash in following that, I think we I think we see the Judgment Day retain here. Yeah. I feel like some of these matches we're going to predict we're going to get a, a common occurrence again where we're all going for uh, for the same. But Matt, are we making it a, a four-way of agreement or have you got other for thoughts this? in mind? No, I, I think you're right. Judgment Day retain. Um, I think Ooh. if WrestleMania wasn't the next pay-per-view, I would be more tempted to have this as my token title change. And and have mm. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate take this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be a great match. Like Pete Dunne especially is really mm, over at the minute. Um, the talent in that ring is is going to be incredible. So I'm I'm just looking. I know the the ending is predictable, mm-hmm. but I'm just looking forward to a really good match, a really really solid wrestling match. Um, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Or the actual wrestling in match, yeah, I think is like you said, it's going to be solid. It's going to be really good. So that yeah. is that's everyone for the Judgment Day. Everyone is yeah. having Judgment Day on that one. Um, yeah. Now I assume this is going to be the main event. If it's not, it's an absolute travesty. But I want to do it next because I want to do the two chamber matches last. Uh, Rhea Ripley defending the women's world title against. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you. She's she's your mammy. She's always on top. The simp of the century. Yeah. What's going on? She's going to walk in as a hometown hero, as the women's world champion, and she's going to walk out as the women's world champion. That there's if, if I if I had to guarantee one of the my four predictions, it would be this one. I I just don't see that in a universe where Nia comes out on top in this in this in this match. Um, I actually think, and I know we've kind of discussed it a little bit previously, I think Nia was brought back specifically for this spot, I think. Because um, she, she has looked pretty dominant in most things that she's done just recently. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it'll happen. I think Rhea wins. I think it's a riptide from the middle or top rope. And I think, yeah, she... Rolls on through to wrestle as the world champion. So this is the match that you're gonna you're gonna guarantee if you were if you sort of moaning behind that. I'll I'll take out a remortgage and there's that on it. There's just you know wages of my firstborn till they don't work or something. I mean like just. It's it's real. She she's going. <laughs> uh, she just has it. Like, I'm gonna. You can you can join me down for for Rhea as well. There's no way. There's no way Rhea loses here. Absolutely no way. Uh, until Matt tells us now that he's going to pick Ajax. Uh, Matt, what are you saying for this one? <laughs> well, no, because it's obvious. It it is going to be Rhea. We like again. I think there's going to be a common theme running through this, which is with Mania just round the corner, there's not a chance that Rhea's dropping it. And I agree with Stu that Naya was brought back six months ago specifically for this event. Like they, they've made her a specific bad guy for for Rhea because even though Rhea's a heel, she is over more than most baby faces. Like she gets so many cheers when she's not on the card, the crowd chant, We want mommy. 
Like, it's Dom is having a match. He's mm -hmm. working his ass off mm -hmm. in the ring, and the crowd is still chanting, we want money. Like, she is so over. There was no way she was going to go against the babyface in her home country. So, so yeah, Nia Jax has been purposely built for this very moment. For this moment, this is why Nia Jax has come back. Um, but, yeah, re re all the way. Yeah. To be fair, just before we go to, go to Johnny, there is, I know I just said there's not a universe in Rhea doesn't work in this, unless, unless this match doesn't go on, laughed, and Nia wins, and Rhea asserts herself in the chamber and wins it. Oh, <laughs> I really like that. But, it, but, but then I just think I've, you then go, know, why end a near year long dominant run just for her to then go to Mania like as a challenger? But I just, just as we're talking, I just thought, could, like, that that wouldn't uh, like, be a ridiculous thing that WWE would think of doing. So, kind of, that's mm -hmm. worth, oh my god, hometown girl lost. Hmm. And then she, no, she is, but no, she's still winning. Rhea's winning this. My my only thing with that that would be is that if she was to lose to Nyadax, and then she goes in the chamber, has absolutely dominate in chamber, literally eliminate everyone. She has to do the whole thing. That just makes Nyadax look even stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um. I mean, I mean, I'm not totally against that happening. I'm not going to lie. But I'm going to stick with Rhea. Uh, Johnny, is it four, four for the same again? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, people forget you know, Nia Jax is also Australian. So this is... Uh, is she? Yeah, yeah, she was born in Australia. Mm -hmm. I had no, no idea. idea. Yeah, I mean, I think it was like when she was like three or something in the movie, which is Australian technically. And I think she might have said that in a promo once, saying like, do you know that I'm also from here i don't think she's got the fan base that uh ray ripley has but you know technically she was born in australia uh but yeah i mean as i say naya Jax isn't going to win this ray ripley's winning and uh it should be well it has to be the main event i don't see why it wouldn't be um unless if, if it isn't then ria has to be appearing a second time they've got to go home happy and ray ripley winning the match will send the fans happy no matter what happens in the rest of the match uh, rest of the card but um, yeah, she's going to win. She'll get a riptide on Naya. It'll look very impressive, and we'll get the win. Yeah. So four for Judgment Day. Four mm -hmm. for Rhea. It's looking good for Judgment Day so far. Uh, at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um, now we're going to discuss the women's Elimination Chamber. We have got Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus okay. Liv Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton versus Naomi versus the Battle Royal winner tonight, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say I can't see why it wouldn't be Jade Cargill. Why would they not put her in the chamber? Because the current means you'd lose two matches in a row. But now I don't know. That, that just popped into my head as, as I was saying it out loud. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to touch on that bit because I don't know who that's going to be now. Um, I'm going to say that Becky Lynch is going to win. That's going to be my prediction. However, I want to caveat that with if 
someone else was to win. I would not be surprised at all if it was Tiffany Stratton, if they just chucked her straight into the stratosphere straight away. I would not be surprised if they made that move. But I will say that I think Becky Lynch is going to win this. But Matt, we'll come to you first this time. Who have you got winning the Women's Elimination Chamber? I mean, we're going to agree with Lynch. But I think the problem with this, though, is this is the issue of Elimination Chamber being so close to Mania. And they've already done the Mania press conference where they've already had Rhea and Becky doing the face to face. They're basically, they're already publicizing the Mania match. And this mm-hmm. is just kind of like happenstance. Yeah. So I'm a bit disappointed of how they've built this. Is that there's there's a few things that I thought, oh, could you not have just waited till after Elimination Chamber? At least make us think there was going to be like a surprise. At least make us think there was going to be something. Um, but no, it's it's Becky Lynch all the way. But again, I'm really looking forward to the match because I think this is the strongest women's chamber collection we've we've had from from what I think. Like I, I remember it used to be like used to have like one star. Yeah. And then, like, a load of jobbers like Sarah Logan and Ruby Soho and, and whatever else, or Ruby Riot. Whereas, like, everyone, I know Stu, maybe not with Naomi, but everyone that you mentioned there is quality. Like, and Naomi's quality in her own right, but, like, Becky, Liv, and Tiffany Stratton, I'm a massive Tiffany Stratton fan from NXT, and she she can work a stipulation match as well. Like, mm-hmm. the ladder matches and stuff that she had in NXT, <clears throat> the bumps that she took, like yeah. she i'm i'm expecting something big from her this week mm. um but but yeah i i think it's it's becky lynch all the way and i think i think you're right about tiffany Chatton. she's gonna do some crazy swanton bomb from the pod or something like that and i think that's why i'm set because she is so good i would not i'm gonna say becky lynch but she she's pinned becky lynch before so there's no reason why she couldn't do it again like if she can pin Becky, she can pin anyone in that chamber. Mm. There is no reason why she couldn't win it, which is why I would not be surprised if she was to. Just to touch on your point, which I also agree with, about the um, press conference. Like, they were obviously doing mania, but why didn't Naya come out and say to Rhea, well, you're not going to get there because I'm going to stop you. And instead, they have the Becky Lynch rear face off and Bianca Belair, and Bianca doesn't actually have a match at WrestleMania. So, I'm not sure. Because, because otherwise, no, I would have proud to and everyone's asleep. So, they probably had to set someone else in for him instead. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was painful. <laughs> well, uh, seeing, as, uh, seeing as you chimed in there, we'll come to you, mate. Uh, who's winning the Women's Elimination Chamber? Uh, it is Becky Lynch, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I think that Shayna Baszler will qualify and be the last person. Um, it should absolutely Zoe start because I like Zoe to get another mm. out big match. But I, I think I think the safe bet would be Shane. Um, yeah, I, I, I have written down Dewey Cargill. But I think we'll see her on SmackDown when Bianca's crying about not winning a match and we see we see Cargill um in a couple of weeks. So I think that's the match, that's the match they want at Mania for for them too. Yeah, um, I'm, so I'm also going going Becky Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Uh Johnny. 
Yeah, it's a it's regular hundred percent. But with the battle royal, um, well, I'll try and make it a little bit more like maybe there could be something else. Liv Morgan potentially is someone who you could look at as winning, um, because I feel like they might go the triple threat route and have maybe uh, Liv win, and for reasons as students say. Becky Lynch will find a way to be involved because she needs to be in that match with Rhea Ripley. She just has to be. Um, but the Battle Royal winner, I can guarantee this is how it happens. Indy Hartwell somehow eliminates them. Can I? Can I... What's that? Oh, I, I was going to guess who I thought that you were oh. going to say to win the Battle Royal. Who would you have said if I didn't say anything? If you hadn't said anything, I was going to say that you would say Chelsea Ring. I mean, that would be nice. But... WWE will give Indy Harwell there, you know, because Louis Stark and uh, Shayna Baszler about eliminate each other, and then Indy jumps up from behind, pushes them both out, and then she's all shocked, and she probably cries because she's getting to Australia. And that's, yeah, wrestlers like to cry a lot these days, I've noticed. So that'll be how it probably will go down. Um, so she gets her match, doesn't really do anything in Elimination Chamber, but she gets the opportunity. Um, make it win. It's uh, it's frustrating. Sometimes I, uh, I know sometimes they talk about the chaos being nice, and sometimes it's just like it just seems too obvious. Winning seems to be the one everyone's expecting, and every other match seems to be quite obvious who's winning. I think, and I just feel like are they really going to go that simple? Mm. To be like, yeah, this is who mm. you expected to win, and this is exactly who wins. That's just, I don't know. I feel like something spannering works somewhere, but I'm going to kill it. Mm. I just feel like they're going to try and put on like the real like feel good show of like you want this person to win, so they're going to win. But the uh, the two things I took from that is one mm. that Johnny thinks that Becky Lynch is going to win. Two, he's not holding back. So if you are a wrestler and you're going to cry, Johnny Goldsmith will come for you. So don't do that. Um... I <laughs> 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 uh, she'll get a reaction as well. You? So. And. Yeah, yeah, she will. She absolutely will. She absolutely will. Um, <clears throat> one more match to go, and it's the men's elimination chamber. The winner, the winner gets to face the Raw World Heavyweight Champion, Seth Rollins. I will read you the names of the competitors in this match. We have Drew McIntyre, who is on Raw. We have... Randy Orton, who's on SmackDown, Bobby Lashley, who's on SmackDown, LA Knight, who's on Smack, uh, LA Knight, who's on SmackDown, Kevin Owens, who's on SmackDown, and Logan Paul, who is also on SmackDown. The brand split doesn't mean anything. Johnny, who is going to win this match? Please enlighten us. Drew um, again, the most obvious one. It has to be Drew McIntyre. LA Knight, again, as much as I would love to see LA Knight surprise everyone and for some reason at a World Heavyweight title shot, I'd love to see that, but Logan Paul's the match opportunity to set that match up. This has to be it. And Logan Paul being the big star that he is, you know, it just feels like he really should be winning that because of who he is and how well he's doing, how he's the fastest rising star. He's not going to, um, and he's faced Rollins at WrestleMania last year, so they're not going. They're probably not going to do it two years in a row. So he probably gets eliminated by someone who he fights at WrestleMania, which will be LA Knight. I'm hoping. Um, and Bobby Lashley, I mean, you know, he's impressive, all that, but he's not going to win. Um, 
you know, and I think it has to be the raw guy because the raw guy is the, the only one who's in the chain to fight raw champion. But at the same so, time, Cody Rhodes obviously is a raw superstar, but he's fighting the SmackDown champion. So I guess I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. But um, the tear that Drew McIntyre is on right now, he can't not be in the world title shot. He has to have it. So I'm he, going Drew McIntyre. He's properly gone out and, and got this for himself this time. Um, I guess this... One quick thing, actually, well, there, is a, yeah. there is an opportunity there where Sami Zayn is doing stuff. Uh, he is going to be world champion. He keeps saying he's that. Gonna, maybe there's an injury to someone and he takes the spot of that person. And then he gets eliminated by my by Drew, and somehow he gets added into the world title match. Because I know that was a rumor triple threat they were going to consider doing as well. Um, but it has to be Drew McIntyre's uh, match, I think. Mm. I uh, went with my thoughts just yet. Um, I'm going to try and create some jeopardy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, this is actually a match where they could have had an extra match out of it because Dominic Mysterio could have qualified instead of KO and potentially the Miz could have qualified instead of Logan Paul and KO and Logan Paul could have run it back just to have a fifth match on the card. Um, I know I know, Stu feels mm-hmm. some sort of way about Dominic Mysterio not qualifying, uh, so we're going to leave you till last. Uh, Matt, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Matt. Who's uh, have you got other eyes on anyone else, or are you are you looking towards Drew as well? No, I think you. This is one where I think you you go in reverse and you say, well, who's not going to face Seth at WrestleMania? So you're not going to have Kevin Owens. You're not going to have Logan Paul. You're not going to have Randy Orton. You're not going to have Bobby Lashley. And so it's kind of process of elimination. You're left with Drew or LA Knight, and just if if Ellen doesn't get it, I am a bit concerned as to what he's going to be doing at WrestleMania because there isn't a clear path. I know Jay, you did a, a video about what the US title match could look like and who mm. could be involved, and I like that as an idea. But you, um, there's not there's not any history. There's not any story with LA Knight and Seth. So it, it can't really be LA night because, yeah, there's there's no story. There's too much work to do between now and Mania. Whereas if you slip Drew in, you've already had the last three months worth of story. Um, and I mean, the only the only issue with that is that Drew has lost twice now. So so third time's a charm. Why does he get another shot? Um, why do we want to see this match a third time? Um, so I think you have to make it a triple threat. You have to make it interesting with Sami Zayn in there. Um, I think he'll get added at some point. Um, but yeah, coming out of the chamber, I, I agree. It's, it's Drew McIntyre. Mm. Um, I agree. I agree to an extent. I'm also going to go Drew McIntyre. But if it's not Drew, for me, it's, it's Randy Orton. He's the only other viable winner in there. I'd say him and him and Seth can run back previous manias we can see the the awesome rko again literally out of nowhere and randy orton can slip back into a world title picture pretty much at any point without really having to do much to get there um but it's it's absolutely drew mcintyre yeah. it's the only raw guy in the chamber so i'm gonna say drew mcintyre as well um Stu, just before you give us your answer 
How annoyed are you that Tom and Nick Mysterio didn't make it into the chamber, neither of them? Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah, just just ridiculous. Like, no one wants to see Ken Owen in there. Um, however, it, it, does, it does put more sock, in my view, to that clearly the plans were Dominic Mysterio Brock Lesnar at the chamber, which is what they which is what they were saying was gonna happen prior to the other the other stuff that, that is currently going on. So they obviously they obviously had a set idea for the chamber and couldn't mm. you know couldn't go back on on that. But I, I, it should have been Dom. It it should have been Dom. It also should have been Bronson Reed as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Because how funny would it have been to see Bronson re chasing Dominic Mysterio around the chamber? Funny. So, um, but yeah, that's that's just my thought on that. Uh, uh, who's winning? I don't. Any know. jeopardy here? Any jeopardy here yeah, at ab- all? Yeah, absolutely. Because. If so, Drew McIntyre absolutely deserves a world title in fans after carrying the company, carrying the world title through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely should. But just if Cody potentially is facing a SmackDown champion, how is he getting there? Is there a trade off? What's going on there? So should someone from SmackDown go and face the Raw world champion? Mm-hmm. The only person that could do that is Randy Orton. And how old, how legit does Damien Priest look if he has Ian Orton? So Orton gets his 15th world title run or 15th world title run. Priest catches straight in. And then we get a two, maybe three month feud between Priest and Orton, where Priest can establish himself, but, but with matches against Orton, I think that I think doing it that way establishes Priest more than if he does it to McIntyre. Um, having said that, I am going to go with Drew because I just think the you know going the Randy way is too creative and I don't think that that's mm. I don't think they've got it they've got it in them at the net to be honest um as much as as much as Triple H's booking has been pretty good um yeah I, but I would it wouldn't shock me to see Orton win it he's the only viable candidate to do it um mm. but yeah I'll, I'll I will go with Drew just I think Mm. So you want to talk? You want to talk about chaos, uh, Stu? Uh, I would love to see Damian Priest cash in, and then somehow our truth gets a world heavyweight championship shot at WrestleMania and wins the belt. Right. Imagine. Uh, <laughs> Priest is uh, caught up with winning the tag titles at, at Mania. He'd let him do that. Truth is going to get in the way of Priest's cash in. That's what's going to happen. Quite possibly. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> That wouldn't shock me either. So, um, and also, sorry, Jay. Sorry, just one last thing. 
although it was awfully done, it was horrendously done at, at War Games. Like Priest should have just came in second and had a two on one and cashed in on Seth. But however, he had this like great plan that he was going to do. And when the Judgment Day laid everyone out and laid Seth out, came back to stop him. So he owes Randy Orton something. And taking the world title off him would be quite something. Would be. But again, I just don't think that long no. WWE are thinking like that. So the obvious, the obvious answer is, is Drew McIntyre. And just a just a quick round table, lads. Like in in a word, sort of yes or no. Are you guys all like in agreement? Because I don't know if I am that Seth loses a mania regardless of who he faces. No. Uh, when if it was going to be CM Punk as planned, I would have said that Rollins was going to win. Um, now I don't know. Um, because if it's Sammy's in against Seth Rollins, Seth is the kind of person who would be like, he deserves a world title run considering everything he's done in the last year, and he would happily put Sammy Zayn over, for example. Um, and Drew is another one who, you know. Winning the world title and then win it in front of nobody and set again would be like it would be nice for him to have that victory in front of a crowd. So I don't know. Um, I think Rollins, it's it's difficult to say. I, I was going to say he would have won against CM Punk, as I say, but now um, it wouldn't surprise me if he wins whoever he fights. Um, I think, I think for me. Oh, sorry, sorry, you done. No, sorry. I would. It was just a gap, so I, I just I segued myself in. Um, I'd I'd be happy if, to be honest, I'd be happy in any situation at this point. If Seth keeps it, great. If Sammy or Drew take it, great as well. I think they both deserve it. I think it'll both be a great result either way. Um, I personally think though, I think Seth will win. Well, this is just because my fantasy booking is I want the Raw after Mania to mean something again. And I want the Raw yeah. after Mania for Gunther to beat Seth for the title. Mm -hmm. I, I I want Gunther to... to I, I think he'll lose his IC title to Jay at Mania. But that's okay, because it is okay, reasons. And But the next <laughs> night, if Gunther comes out and takes out Seth, then I think, and then Seth and Becky, because I think Rhea will beat Becky at Mania as well. I think Seth and Becky go off for, for a while, for like three, six months. Um, so yeah, that, that's the only reason why I think Seth should win, because I want Raw after Mania to be special, personally. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 100%. I guess... I guess I just don't want to see Seth lose it in person. So I'm going to kind of be like, yeah, Seth's going to retain. Um, I don't want to be there when that happens. So if that could not happen at the Raw after Mania as well, that would be great. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess I need to figure out who he... I need to know who he's going to be facing before I sort of decide a yes or a no. To... It's, it's going to be a... It's got to be a killer match, though. Like, if you think of every match that Seth has had in this title run and everything that he's come through and not lost, to finally lose, like, has to be, like, the finish has to be special. So, and I know it would break your heart mm. to see it happen in, in real life, but I feel like the match and the finish would be, would be 
be something special and worth seeing in real life as well. Yeah, no, I yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens when the time comes. Um, so so that's sorry, the trade. I was, I was just to say, just I'm just going to quickly park myself into TWG heel mode because it's what I do best. Um, obviously, I've got absolutely zero interest in seeing Sami Zayn anywhere near a world title picture, um, but. I think it makes. I I think I think the opposite way. I think to you, I think if it had been CM Punk, Seth Rollins, CM Punk probably wins that. But what I I think the best way because we know that Seth has these injuries. Like we know that we know he needs more elongated time off at some point. So to keep the fans happy as such. And to give him a redemption arc when he comes back, I would have him beat Drew and then Reese cash in on him. I don't, I don't think Drew isn't going to get the cheer that he deserves from the live fans in the persona and the gimmick that he's playing at the moment. So I'd park that and wait till he's one eight again to be in face Drew. Um, and actually, if you think think of that story and how the crowd will essentially feel sorry for Seth Rollins going away injured, having just lost the world the world title, having been cashed in on, I think makes more sense. Um, but I I think Seth will retain if it's against uh, Drew. He'll definitely retain if it's against mm. Sammy. That'd be horrible. Um, but he'll, I think he'll he'll retain against Drew. Personally. Really, 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 really hate Sammy and KO, don't you? No, no, no. Really I, <laughs> no, the, the thing is, I, I don't really hate both of them. They're both really, really good. It's just, they just have this habit of being around and always being around and doing fuck all. And that I just don't, yes. I, I, I just like, that's my problem. Like, since, since losing. Uh, at last year's Elimination Chamber. Then, obviously, they undeservedly got the tag titles at Mania. Hold on, hold on. And then they get, then fuck all. Hold on. Like, hey. I've listened to a lot of controversial statements in my time, but that that was one of the best WrestleMania moments ever. The, uh, a put-together tag team beat the best tag team of their generation. Ridiculous. Lifelong so best friends. Lifelong best friends. Ridiculous. If you no. put it that way, like, isn't Edge and Christian have put together a tag team? Because they didn't have a team there, they were just Edge and Christian. They're, they're, they're brothers, mate. They're, they're lifelong best friends. Them too. That constitutes being like, uh, you know, having the moment. Um, no, I just, yeah, I, I just don't think. And let's be honest, the whole way, even to last year's Elimination Chamber, no, no one really wanted Sami Zayn to win the World Championship. They just wanted him to beat Roman Reigns. They didn't want him as a World Champion. They wanted him to get his, they wanted Reigns to get his comeuppance. Um, and I, I just don't, Sami just doesn't do it for me. You know, you know what, you know, the best description I can give Sami Zayn, 
Sami Zayn is a B plus player, and that's a good little spot for Sami Zayn. But like, I just don't see him. I, I like. Him. I think he's good, but he can sit at being good. You know, as uh, Jim Ross used to say, it's a hell of a hand, you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 My word, man. We, we need to meet up for a drink and, and have this out because I could not disagree more. Sami Zayn, like... I've tried, Matt. I've tried. The, the, the pop. Think, think back to Royal Rumble 2023. The pop that Sami Zayn got when he hit Roman in the back <laughs> with that chair. Like that, that the, the catharsism from the crowd of everything for Sami Zayn, like the momentum was there, and then everything, and then a year later, the deflation of the crowd when Sami Zayn came out at 30. Because of the rock, you've got to put everything in context. The crowd in the run up to number 30, the crowd was chanting Rocky, right? If if the rock never shows up on day one, if the rock never says, Shall I sit at the head of the table? Sami Zayn's return after two months of injury gets a big pop, and everyone's happy. It's it's the circumstance of having the rock in the mix for, like for no reason. I just I just don't. I, I say he's he's good in the ring. Mm. I just there's just it's something about him I don't buy, and it's the same as it's the same as Kevin Owens. You know, um, like yeah, it's it's just but. I will say I've heard lots of people call Kevin Owens SmackDown's version or WWE version of, of Eddie Kingston, and that is really harsh because Eddie Kingston is dumped fire, and Kevin hey. Owens is leaps and bounds ahead of that. That like that's not even a question. Um, but yeah, I I can take or leave both of both AO and Sami Zayn, but they are very good in the ring. That's you know. That's not out for me. I will just uh, I will just say, Matt, we won't get into it on the podcast, but there is a long list of uh, stuff that Stu said is very questionable about TV shows he's never seen and bands he doesn't like and bands he thinks are overrated. There, there's a long, long list. So, uh, But we won't get into that on the podcast, but this is just another one of those occasions where <laughs> Hill TWG is wrong because Sammy and KO are both amazing. Hey Matt, I've got a question for you as well. We haven't really touched on it, but you mentioned that uh, you think Gunter's going to fight Uso at WrestleMania. So where does that leave Jimmy Uso then? Because obviously we talked about that big one-on-one match they've always wanted, and I always thought this year would be the year to do it. So what do you think happens for Jimmy Uso yeah. then? If that's if you think the uh, gets the Intercontinental title, I I think this year. We're now kind of moving the Elimination Chamber predictions into kind of a WrestleMania predictions chat. But I, I think this year, Jimmy and Solo get wrapped up in the the Rock and Roman bloodline of it all. Like, I, I think they're, they're... I don't think they'll have matches. I, I think that they're just going to be in that orbit of that storyline. I think we'll get Jay and Jimmy maybe next year. So I, I think the year... I think next year we'll have Rock and Roman. And I think Jay and Jimmy, because you'll have Rock and Roman will be two sides of a coin. And I think Jay and Jimmy will be the the other two sides of that coin next year. I, I think the the positions one and two at Rumble this year is a tease. And and WWE aren't scared to hold on to something for a, a long time. 
Like they they don't blow the load straight away. They they hold on to it. They build to it. They they wait until you can't wait anymore. I think Jimmy and Jay they're gonna leave that for at least another year, if not more. Um, so yeah. I think they're back together next year. By May yeah. next year, I. Oh, is it the tag team? Yeah, because of what you said about the Rock and Roman. Mm. Well, and this is where I want to chime in because Matt's actually just said something there that could end up being really cool if one of Jimmy go like Jimmy will go with Roman, I assume, and the Rock will have his face turned, and then Jay will go with the Rock. We could have Bloodline Civil War version two, and that that could be mm. another amazing match like SummerSlam yeah. or, or something like that so i i think jimmy and jay are still apart mm. at mania next year um and i, w- I now want to see this bloodline mm-hmm. civil war version two mm. uh, i just the way i would do it like roman's gonna sub go into that more unhinged mode that he does so well and uh, um, i think he's gonna allow a just a biblical proportion beating on G, and at that point, J is going to be like, after everything, you are still are still my twin, and and save Jimmy. Is, is how I would do it. They could still realize the rock because Solo could be with Solo could be with Roman, and you know, however many other annoys and annoys annoys are um floating around there could be another one that roman could get um but yeah i I just i just think jimmy as as fantastic as a single run as jimmy and jay are doing they're so much better together than they are apart but my question for you is what are you going to do when sammy and ko do map again before the usos do (laughs) cancel my netflix subscription just as a uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, we are we are getting ahead of ourselves. We're now going to do uh, don't delete the tweet. You guys know what it's about. Somebody gets to tell Stu what he has to say, who he has to tweet. Um, he's d- said some cr- Matt. We did tell him about this before we came on air, so he knows the deal. Uh, he said some questionable things tonight that Matt's not agreed with. So Matt. The ball is in your court. Who is he tweeting and what is he saying? Be as brutal as you like, my dude. Um, he's uh, he's going to uh, tweet Kevin Owens. Sammy Zayn. And, and Sammy Zayn. <laughs> and he's going to say, um, we the ones. And he's going to stick his... He's going he's gonna to stick his one up. <laughs> How, uh, let's try and find... And so it's Fire Yep, Fire Owens, Fire. And Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn have, have Twitter. He strikes me as someone who just lives in a cabin like, and doesn't, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with he, that? He uh, yeah, there we go. I found him. I found him. Don't worry. Uh, we the ones. Um, Where's my little... I thought you were going to write how to delete my Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's, laughs> conveniently like, oh, this is a shame. I can't do this anymore. Uh, um, no. yeah. Hey, at Fight Owen Sight and at Sammy Zane, we the ones, the little acknowledge XOXO. There we go. Yeah. Done. Mate, Boom. Perfect. 
Beautiful. And, and it, Beautiful. If, if you'll have me back and I get to do it again, next time it's um, Cody Rhodes hashtag finish your story. That's not I've got that. I can. I'll tell you what, as host of this episode, I'm going to make an executive decision. He has to do the both. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes. Hashtag finish your story. Yeah. Your story. XOXO. Done. Both of them. Both any, of them any more? Done. Any more? Any more? <laughs> <laughs> <Whilst we're here. laughs> uh, uh, hey, just a quick one, Sasha Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, when are we seeing your forfeit, by the way? Oh, I'll record it tonight. Uh, I had watched the match, and I've got everything planned of how I'm going to say it, and it's just I forgot to do it, um, but I'll do it tonight, and then you'll see it on the Snapbacks and Beards TikTok account by the time this is released. Super so, uh, so my forfeit is to say a positive thing about the wonderful WrestleMania match between Dolph Ziggler, uh, Lay cool uh, against John Morrison, Snooky, and Trish Stratus. Like uh, Matthew, so that's good luck. Uh, yeah, like yeah, I've only seen it. So there's, 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 there's going to be no uh, elimination chamber forfeit, so that's something. Right. Yeah, that's well. That's what I was about to say. Johnny's uh, played this very well and just uh, kind of agreed with everyone else's predictions. <laughs> so, he it. so he hasn't got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if we all get zero? There's the thing. To be fair, if, if we all be, get, if we well, when that's not. Yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine the swerve. Imagine the ball on Triple H to not do anything <laughs> of what we've just been talking about, like. Imagine if the Judgment Day lose the tag title. Imagine if Nia Jax wins. Imagine like Bobby Lashley wins the chamber and and Tiffany Stratton wins the women's chamber. Like how ridiculous would all that be? Mm. And my I mean and, I'd, and I'd Nia Jax. Like the balls on it to be fair, yeah. but no. one question though. If if we get zero, we have to do Jack a fourth at all of us. I, I'm I'm up for that. One question though, and again, this might be something that you want to park because I know you like to keep your podcast to like a nice, nice round hour. But what happens to Liv Morgan if she doesn't win the chamber and she's not fighting Rhea at WrestleMania? Like she's made she's made a whole like revenge tour against Rhea, her whole thing. So if if it's Becky Rhea at Mania, what does Liv Morgan do? I know Johnny's got a uh, got a strong opinion of what happens with Liv Morgan, uh, sort of around this time next year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, she wins the twenty twenty five Women's Royal Rumble, having been last eliminated both times, and the third time she finally gets it because, like, again, how much further can you go without winning it? And she's come very, very close both times, and I think she uh, wins it next year. Uh, main events WrestleMania for the women's side. And if you look past the four women and Rhea Ripley, I mean, she probably is one of the bigger names in the women's division. So mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it would make more sense. Stu has um, Stu's found something very funny. So I'm interested to see what uh, interested to see what he's got to say. 
Well, to quote one of the, the greatest full managers we've ever seen, if I speak, I'm in trouble. Um, but when Rhea doesn't win the Elimination Chamber, uh, no, sorry, when Liv doesn't win the Elimination Chamber, she sits back to being a B-plus layer and just meanders through stuff like that. Um, I love Liv Morgan. Her character is fantastic. She, like, I star for character work, but she just, she's just not at that level for me. I just don't see it. And like, um, I really like her, but, but uh, yeah, no, not not for me uh, as, as any higher than that perennial underdog that tries really hard and doesn't win. So... Well, I think, you know, well, one uh, thing I liked was when she had that match with Ronda and she was, like, smiling as she submitted, right? There's that crazy character there. She could maybe, if they weren't creative about it, try to make her, like, you know, go into that crazy side. Do something where she takes a wrestler hostage or something and she's like, I'll, I'll let her go if you let me in that match. And Adam Pierce is like, takes these glasses off, and you're like, oh, oh, leave her alone. That's, you know, something. And then goes, okay, you get your match, and something like that, you know. Um, it just really play into that psychopath character that she apparently has. Character-wise, I think she's a psychopath. Great. I'm willing to play role of hostage, just saying. Um <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it's needed, um, <laughs> that, that can be um, but we are we are going to cut the episode there. That will be the last thing you hear from us. Um, as always, thank you to everyone that's been on tonight. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Stu. Thank you, Matt. Matt, where can people find you on socials? It's very simple. At Imagine the Pop is the handle across everything tiktok instagram twitter youtube just at imagine the pop all one word no one does no nothing just one word and uh, and you'll find us there and if you don't follow him don't follow him he's got some really good content really great ideas and just genuinely a nice dude you see a lot of fake yeah. people online and he, he could be off camera i don't know but on camera <laughs> he comes across as like the night <laughs> the nicest guy ever so just just go yeah. and follow him please um, Stu, where can they find you being the heel that you are yeah. with all your B plus players? Well, that's it. Oh, um, B plus players <laughs> on my TikTok, that wrestling guy at TWG1991. Perfect. Uh, JJ, finally, at Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok. And um, I had a video last week that actually had a very good viewing. Um, so the follow count hasn't mm, but the follow count is still slow, still on 19.8, but I think it's closer to 19.9 now. Um but that video was uh, really helped with my video like getting more notice. Uh, Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok will look on there and hopefully the views continue to be quite good. <laughs> uh no shame here, but that video was that good. I thought, oh. Oh, that's good. So I did. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and you could find it. Did, it did nowhere near as well, though. Nowhere near as well. Well, you can grow Gangrel did very well. Yeah, I was surprised about that. Um, mm. A lot of people still wanted to see Gangrel, so so yeah. that's good. Um, you can TikTok at J 
WrestleTalk all your content and you can find us as a collective at Snapback and Beards on TikTok as well. Once again, thank you guys for joining me and we will see you all on the other side of the Elimination Chamber.